Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another edition of Jump Ball, brought to you by Ballers of T.O. It's your girl, Veronica, here. Uh, we're going to talk about quickly how the Raptors were blinded by the sun and came very, very close to getting burnt by Phoenix. And if you like those play on words, don't worry, I will be here all week, and there will be a lot more where that came from. This was a really interesting game. I didn't think that it would be this close. Toronto is first in the league, and as we all know, Phoenix is near the bottom. 27th to be exact. Phoenix record is only 11 and 35, while Toronto's record is 34 and 13. So it's kind of like a, a reverse record, right? So I thought this was going to be a breeze. I thought that Toronto would end in regulation time. They would be up by 20. Absolutely not. It literally went down to the last second of play with a buzzer beater that Toronto came out on top. First off, we start off with DeAndre Ayton, who is running for Rookie of the Year. Yes, we all know Luka Doncic is still in the running, and he may be the best rookie since LeBron, but first-round pick DeAndre Ayton is definitely a contender and not someone to forget about. Someone else you shouldn't forget about is Mr. Five-Year, $158 million man, Devin Booker. Booker was alleged to getting two women pregnant at the same time, but he didn't let that outside drama get in his way versus Toronto Raptors last night. Two baby mamas or not, this guy can play, and he's got a beautiful car collection. Now, this is Toronto's second game of a back-to-back after losing Wednesday, and I think you can say they were hungry for a win, and it seemed, again, like an easy enough feat versus a team who was in Phoenix's position, only winning 11 games this season. Lowry was questionable before the game, but ended up lacing up no Kawhi as he's out to rest. I am not quite sure if that puts a, a dent in his 19 consecutive games with 20 plus or more points. Um, I don't believe it does. I still think that uh, when he returns, it will move on to 20 because we all know it's Kawhi Leonard. Of course, he'll get 20 points on his 20th consecutive game of getting 20 points or more. This game was a part of the Canadian Armed Forces Appreciation Night, which I thought they would be wearing their CAF aka Canadian Armed Forces inspired jerseys, but I don't know why we keep going back to these earned it jerseys. I don't like them. There's no creativity in them. Red, like you're not like your your home color is red. You are red. Your raptor is red. How is that? I don't know. Oh, this this gets me though. No creativity there. So I whatever. Whatever. I wish they would have wore those Canadian Air Force jerseys. Let's jump into it though, guys. Let's jump right into it though, guys. Enough of that. Me, I can go on all night about these. It was Ibaka and Aiton jumping for the ball. Aiton wins a jump. As mentioned before, DeAndre Aiton is a special young player. He's leading all rookies with 27 double doubles and averaging 16.6 and 10.6 rebounds. Those are impressive stats for a rookie. Do you think he might win rookie of the year or Luca? I don't know. I think Luca, because Luca has the jumps. Luca has the flashy style of play that everybody wants to see. DeAndre Ayton, he is a great fundamental player, but Luca is a little bit more flashy, and I think that's what the league likes to see. Ayton finished with yet another double double 15 points, 17 rebounds, going six of eight from the field. Not bad. Not bad. Toronto then goes on a 9 0 run to force a timeout from Igor Kokososkolov. Kokososkolov, Kokososkolov, Igor Kokososkolov, there you go, who much like Nick Nurse is in his first season as a head coach. Igor, next time I say your name, I promise you I will pronounce it correctly on the first try, not the third. 
Father Time himself, CJ Miles, checks in and gets right to work. It's like Danny Green wearing CJ's PJs gave him a boost he needs because he put up seven points in under three minutes. And if you know the struggle Miles has had this season, you would know that is a big deal. He finished the season high. He finished with a season high, and I meant to repeat that, 13 points. Raptors are now up 32-20 after the first quarter. The second quarter is looking nice for DeLon Wright, who shimmies, shakes, and gets buckets. He faked out two different Phoenix defenders, and although he only contributed four points in the game, they were nice ones at that. And if you're only going to contribute four, you better make sure they're nice. Fun fact, the Suns were quite good back in the day, and they have an all-time lead of 29-17 versus Toronto, which is very different from today's game. Patrick McCaw finally checks in and looks very slimming in red, if I may say so. For an introduction game, you don't expect him to rack up the numbers, but only to get comfortable with his new teammates and learn Toronto's style of play. Now, McCaw was matched up against Devin Booker. This was interesting. Booker put up Phoenix's first five points, and I won't lie to you, I haven't seen nearly as many games as I'd like to, uh, but they are a very enjoyable team to watch. And from this point on, I think that my new NBA 2K team, sorry Milwaukee, uh, may be Phoenix. Booker was quiet in the first half, but had a game-high 30 points. Ibaka picks up his second traveling call of the game with 4.52 to play in the half. He had a team-high 22 points, but something still seemed off with him. He was making errors, but was just fortunate enough to come back from them. Raps are now up 46-38. Phoenix grabs their first lead since the score was 11-10 in the first quarter when Rashawn Holmes hit both free throws. Raps down one point at the end of the quarter. This is exactly, exactly what Kawhi Leonard was referring to when he said, it shouldn't come down to the last possession. We need to close out games better. And you wanna know what? It's harsh, but it's so true. It's so true and I couldn't agree more, especially when you're first in the league versus a bottom of the list team. Now, Phoenix is only four from last place. Only four teams below them. And those four teams are, or sorry, three teams are New York, Chicago, and Cleveland. And Cleveland's record is nine and 36. So, I mean, the fact that they kept up with the first place team in the league, not even just the conference, but the league, impressive. Fourth quarter action brought to you by Tangerine Hoops. When you refer a friend and they sign up, you get money. I mean, like, how cool is that? And I swear it's real. I've referred many to Tangerine. I've received my money and it's a great place to bank. Plus, their orange is really cool. And I love Tangerine. So, I mean, if there were a bank called Apple and it was Granny Smith color, I'd probably go bank there too. Let's fast forward to the last two minutes of play. Booker kicks it out to Mikhail Bridges who then drains what looked like a corner three, but his toe were on the line, so we were called a two. He gives the Suns a one-point lead. Let's fast forward to the last two minutes of play. Booker kicks it out to Bridges, who drains what looked like a corner three, but his toe was on the line, so it was called a two. He then gives the Suns a one-point lead with 2.46 to play. Fred Van Fleet responds with a layup at the other end of the court. Pascal and Lowry then double-team Warren to steal the ball and have a chance to lead as the score is now tied at 107. It's 5-on-4 and Warren stays down. Van Fleet gives the ball to Ibaka who delivers a hook shot over Aiton. 109-107. Okay guys, game tie, 109, 13 seconds to play, Raptors possession. Who's gonna get the rock and be the hero? I will give you a moment to predict who, if you haven't seen the game, who got the rock, and who was the hero? Time's up. Spicy P. 
Pascal Siakam has it at the timeline going 1v1 against Bridges. He drives left, goes high off the glass, and just as the buzzer sounds, the ball falls gently through the net. Siakam wins it for Toronto, and he finishes 10 points, 5 assists, 12 rebounds. Once again, the fourth quarter for Toronto fans was way too close for comfort. But I mean, the win's a win, right? Fun fact, Pascal Siakam is now in the running to go to the All-Star game in Charlotte in February. So that's three Toronto Raptors and one Veronica Harris. Pascal Siakam is eighth in voting, while Lowry is sixth, Kawhi is second, just below the Greek Freak, and I am probably somewhere amongst all of them. Don't forget to vote for four, all four of us at www.mba.com, and don't forget to check out Tangerine Hoops for a chance to go to All-Star Weekend in February and see us there. Toronto stays cozy at home and will for the next two games until they head to Indiana on Wednesday to face the Pacers at a hot-handed Victor Oladipo. Next up are the Memphis Grizzlies. The Grizzlies are on a three-game losing streak and are at 19 and 25 this season. Tip-off is at 7.30 p.m. Saturday night, and I have two PSs here. First PS, if you haven't gone to visit Memphis Barbecue in Woodbridge yet, you need to because you are missing out. And the second PS is I have big news to tell you guys Saturday after the game. Make sure you stay tuned, stay locked, and... You will then find out what it is. I can't give any hints, don't ask. I mean, as much as I want to, I've been advised I can't. I guess it builds suspense. All right, guys, that's all for me tonight. I hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Don't forget, if you have any questions, concerns, responses, to hit me up, send me messages, and appreciate you guys listening, and don't forget to smile because you never know what that can do to someone else's day. I will be talking to you guys Saturday night. Have a good night.